10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, welcome, everyone. And this is 18 Wheels. How my co-host doing? And y'all in there with me? Where y'all at? Right here. Hey, hey, y'all. What's going hey, on? Hey, y'all. What's up? What's going on? I miss y'all. We miss everybody. Well, this is 18 Wheels, and I am the professor, your host, Tori Wiley. And I have my favorite CDL hard worker co-host in this game. Give it up for Neek Neek. What's up, y'all? Happy to be back. We missed y'all the last couple of weeks, man. What's been going on with everybody? I know, that's right. They go lover boy Lamont. Yeah, boy! And my girl Freight Pusha. <laughs> How was y'all weekend? Missed y'all last week. Yeah, we missed y'all too, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a journey. That's what I had. Uh -oh. I, had a, I had a journey. I had to drop baby girl off to college, North Carolina mm. A&T. That's that what's up. That took forever, but it got it done. She wanted her room <laughs> a she wanted her room a Pacific way, and I don't know how we got all that stuff in that room, but we did it. She on the penthouse floor. She on the sixth floor. <laughs> that's she a on penthouse. Floor. That's where it is. She up there. Yeah, that's where it's penthouse suite. If there's I a know, way, there's right. a way. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I said, I said, man, this don't look like a project. Ah, <laughs> damn! I remember sending them kids away. That's a lot. You got to get down there. You got to go through the dorm. It's a lot getting these kids back to school. I'm kind of oh, glad yeah. to see oh, them yeah. go back to school because I mean, this this been a, a hot boy, hot girl summer this summer. So I'm glad to see these kids going back to school and getting off these streets because we don't lost a lot of youth this summer yeah. in the, in the yeah, DMV most area. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. Mm. Like steel cars and all kinds of shit now. They, I know. It's, 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 it's worse than back in the day. Now they got this new challenge called the Kid Challenge where they are breaking in your car, driving off with a USB cord. It's on TikTok. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, what? It's called the Kid Challenge. If you go on TikTok, you'll see it. They're using a USB cord to start the car up, and that's the key. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So I knew I was going to find out a better way. Anybody with a kid, watch out. They out there. They waiting on you. A Kia? I thought it was Kias a and Kia. Hondas. It was two different cars. Yeah, Kia, I thought it was Kia, Kia and a Hyundai. Well, guess what? That's double trouble. <laughs> well, stay away from kids and Hyundai. We need to let everybody know about that. Um, push that out because if you got a Kia or a Hyundai, you in trouble. If you can steal the car with a damn USB, USB, cord. I can go to Dollar Tree and then Joyride. Hey, 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 man. Works out perfect for me. God damn. Well, I'm glad to see everybody back. And today's topics is back to school time. Are you paying attention to these CDL holders transporting your children? Like, I'm just telling you, are you watching the bus drive? Are you checking to see if you smell alcohol on that person's breath? Because a lot of people are going through some rough times these days. And you, you just don't know. But you do need to check the CDL holder transporting your children. Lover boy, he took a glizzy break, so he'll probably be back in in a in a few talking. That's, but... that's what probably shorted <laughs> out the fuse, the all the hot dogs he had. 
took a serious glizzy break. <laughs> they said we now interrupted for this glizzy interrupt. <laughs> he done knocked the whole system down. I'm with clown his ass till he come back in. Watch, watch soon as he hear glizzy, he gonna pop right in. Sponsored by the glizzy dog. <laughs> the lover boy. I know. So what do you think? Well, we're gonna talk about are you are these people paying attention to their CDL drivers transporting their kids? We'll talk a little bit about it before the other co-hosts get back into the room. What do you think? How, how did you feel when you know when your your daughter was catching the bus? She do she catch the bus? My daughter actually walks, but when we first moved to Florida, she was um, catching the van, and um, the van was in two accidents. You know, one I think you know. Um, somebody hit the back of the van, which is nothing that you can control. But the other one, you know, the, the, it was the guy's fault. You know, he, luckily none of the kids were seriously hurt. But, you know, those two times were too many times for me. So I started picking her up from school on my lunch break and then dropping her back off at the daycare. And I made a sacrifice, but I'd rather make that sacrifice than her something fatally potentially happening to her in that school van. So ever since then, I make arrangements for me to pick her up and drop her off, and now she walks to school. So, mm. yeah, I never see my kids went to DC school, so they really never had to catch the bus. Like even mm -hmm. when I was coming up, you know, we called Metro. It wasn't no school buses coming to our house, you right, know. Right. So, um, and you know, we got on the bus. You know, it's times you might get on the ninety bus. You remember the ninety bucks and the X yeah. bus, and things might be a little rowdy, but. We never did the things that these kids are doing now on the bus, you know, like, I don't know what they're doing now. They are just hanging out the windows, throwing, throwing things out the windows at cars. So how does that make the mental state of the bus driver? You know, you deal with all that and then you got to come home and deal with your family. Listen, you know? I, I wouldn't even begin to tell you because, you know, you know us, if we lost, we turn the radio down. So, yeah. I, I, you know, so, and you know, it's funny. So, you know, they have a really hard job when you have all of these distractions going on behind you and you trying to maintain, uh, you know, a level of objectivity to make sure you, you seeing and you watching for this person and watching for that person. So, you know, I, I think it's very stressful because I couldn't yeah. do that. I couldn't do that. And when that with everybody screaming and throwing stuff out the window and things like that, I can't drive like that, even with my own kids. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, because you got to maintain your focus. Yeah. You got to maintain true. your focus. Oh, the glizzy dog oh, has returned. <laughs> I told him we summoned them. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's what happened. I don't know what happened. I'll tell you this. I heard everything y'all was saying. Come <laughs> on, yeah, yeah. He probably come back home when he get on. Uh -huh. I heard unique talking about, yeah, there go the glizzy guy. <laughs> whole time I'm in the room, but I wasn't in the room. I was like, hold on, what's going on? That you is that, funny. That's how, oh, could you like it without the bun? With or without the bun? That's what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> Burger I'm, King. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, I want to start this podcast back off. I want to get, we got all our co-hosts back in and we're doing a back to school podcast to Let's see if we can get these sports going while Nene get in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get these sports rolling. Super kick them sports, brother. Man. Man, 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 man. 
Cowboys. Let's, let's talk about them. Let's talk about my boys. Come yes, on, let's yes, talk about Yes, them. yes, Let's talk about that NFL. Man, it's preseason, but man, it's getting hot. And I'm ready because it's NFL at its finest. First up, we had those Cowboys taking on the Chargers. Cowboys 32, Chargers 18. Let's get into it. We had Will Gregg. He was 16 of 10 for 98 yards, no touchdown. Rike Dottle, 13 carries, 44 yards on that ground for one TD. And Brandon Smith with two receptions and 51 yards. Cowboys trying to get some things done. Let's talk about those Chargers. They lost but not forgotten. Chase Daniel, he was 13 of 21, 111 yards with one TD. Joshua Kelly, seven carries, 18 yards on the ground, and the boys get the W. Next game, Broncos take on the Bills. The Broncos 15, the Bills 42. Broncos, Britt Ripken, nephew of Mark Ripken, he was 22 of 26, 191 yards with one TD. Stevie Scott, five carries, 13 yards on the ground. Trey Quinn, five receptions, 41 yards of receiving. Let's talk about those Bills with 42. I mean, Bills Mafia had it going on. You had Chase Keenum. He was 16 of 18, 192 yards with one TD. Duke Johnson, nine carries, 55 yards with two TDs. And Khalil Shakir, three receptions, 59 yards. And the Bills get the W. Next game, we had the Ravens taking on the Cardinals. I call this game the Battle of the Birds. Ravens 24, Cards 17. Let's get into it. Tyre Huntley, he was 13 to 14, 128 yards with one TD. Tyler Bate, 12 curries, 34 yards. And Isaiah Likely, Likely getting it done this year. He had eight receptions, 100 yards with one TD. Now let's talk about those cards. Trace McSorley, he was 18 to 34 yards in the air with 229 yards. Eno Benjamin, four carries, 12 yards. Victor Bolden, five receptions, 66 yards. And the Ravens fly all the way with the W. Next game, we had those Washington Commanders versus the Chiefs. Kansas City get the dub in this one. They had 24. The Commanders had 14. Let's talk about those Commanders. Sam Howe, he was 10 of 18, 122 yards with one interception. Brian Robinson, eight carries, 31 yards. I'm thinking he's going to get that uh, running back spot from Gibson if Gibson can't hold on to the ball. Like I always say, the Commanders, they're a little rough around the edges, but they're going to take care of business. But let's talk about Pat Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, he was 12 of 19, 162 yards with two TDs. Mahomes lighted up with no Tyreek Hill. What can you say? Tanham Davis, he had five carries, five yards with two DDs. Justin Watson, he had two receptions, 53 yards. And these are some notable games in the NFL that happened on Sunday. The Bengals took on the Giants, Bengals 22, Giants 25. Eagles took on the Browns. Browns 20, Eagles 21. The Bucks took on the Titans. Bucks 3, Titans 13. Niners took on the Vikings. 17 Niners, 
seven Vikings. And here are my picks for next week's games. Packs, Chiefs, I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Uh, Pats, Patriots taking on the uh, Raiders, I'm going with the Pats. Commanders taking on the Ravens, I'm going with the home team, Commanders. And the Hawks taking on the boys, I'm going with the boys. And that's all my <laughs> NFL antics for this week. Let's get into that boxing. Nick, every time he talk about the commanders, he cut the whole service down. I, I, was trying to, I was just trying to find a common thread here. So I was just, you know, and I second that motion. And I, yeah, I saw that. I said it was the commanders, or he should have said dead. I mean, you know, Redskins. Hey, 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 hey. Stop it. Stop it. You already know what we're going to do. Between them and the Glizzies, you know, it's a perfect storm. <laughs> the glizzinator. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This happened on Saturday. If you don't know what happened, you're about to find out what happened. I'm talking about it was gladiators at their finest. We talking about we had a fight going all the way into Saudi Arabia. We had Alex Uzik versus Anthony Anthony Joshua. Usyk was 19 and 0 with 32, I mean with 13 knockouts. Joshua 24 wins with 22 knockouts. Man, let's get into it. This fight took place in Saudi Arabia, and I'm going to tell you, it was a blockbuster like no other. It was Clash of the Titans. From start to finish, these two gladiators traded blow after blow. Usyk, the more unorthodox fighter in this fight, he was just too much for Joshua. Round after round. He would just confuse Joshua with shots. They were coming left, they were coming right, and they were connecting. Joshua tried to combat this with body shots to Uzik in the later rounds, but it was too late. Joshua, he was just start, he started off slow. He didn't come out fierce, and in the end, Uzik took him down. This, I mean, not down to the canvas, but down and out, because down and out he went out of Saudi Arabia, and he was crying on the podium because Usyk took care of his business. This fight will go 12 rounds. Usyk becoming the unanimous champion. And at mm -hmm. the end, Usyk said one thing. He wants the Gypsy King. Mm. Yes, yes. Is this the fight that they said that Drake lost $120 million on? Was it the other day? Yeah. Was it boxing? Yeah, no, it was boxing. They said that's he that, lost. Yeah, that's the this, the this is the one. A hundred and he bet a hundred and twenty million on hey, that. Well, that's probably like two dollars that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? is he in billionaire status yet? I don't know, but he got he got a lot of money. He got a lot of money to lose a hundred twenty million. I know that had to eat the pockets, but I mean, I know he feeling it. But damn, a hundred and twenty mil. Hundred and twenty mil. That could have fed some homeless people out here. Drake, what you doing, man? <laughs> hey, you probably already feeding them. You know? <laughs> feeding half of Canada up there. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. And this will end it all. I'll see you guys next week when I got those either gut-wrenching punches and blows or those feet treading that ground, that turf, catching that ball. Mm. I'll see you guys next week. That's what's up. Well, see, at least we got the difficulty, technical, technical difficulties taken care of. So it seems like we all back in and ready to rock. Nick, Nick, what you got for us? Share some light on these people. Drop some juice.
drop some gems. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody. I missed y'all. It's been a couple of weeks since I've dropped some gems on y'all. So everybody, welcome back to Dropping Gems with Diamond on the Rough. So in our community over the last couple of weeks, um, we had two tragedies that happened um, in the surrounding our young black children in our community and the status of our mental health. Mm -hmm. um, one young man um, went live as he was driving to um, a location with his three children in the car and he announced in the car that he was going to kill the kids and kill himself. Mm. You know, wow. As a man, you know, and as a father, you know, he was in a difficult situation and he didn't know how to deal with it. And the end result wound up being that he wound up um, killing his kids and ultimately killing him himself. Wow. Um, a couple days later, <clears throat> it was a black mother. She appeared on live covered in blood and she said she had just killed her two kids. Mm. And um, she was going to kill herself, but, you know, she didn't kill herself. And both of these instances these young people were in toxic relationships and i just i'm here to bring a little light on the mental health and mental awareness um in each state in each community you have um what we a federal number called 211 you can call there and seek out any help that you um are looking for whether it be psychiatry maybe it be a counselor some one-on-one -on -one counseling some family counseling mm -hmm. you know because the state of our mental um, health is very, very important for us. And it's, and it's like, you know, in the black community, that's kind of taboo. Like nobody wants to talk about the childhood trauma or the things that we experience as children. And those things don't, don't go away overnight. They just don't go away unless we start to do the work and we, you know, we seek help, whether it, it may not be through your federal agency, but your church or a confidant, someone that can help you stir you out of that situation. Mm -hmm. Because now we have tragically lost that potentially six people in our community and you know they dealing in bad relationships because the foundation of what they were screaming about was hey it's my significant other he said girl you won't come home you know and so you That's kill crazy. yourself and your kids and then when the girl had killed her children she said it's because of him you know and and lives could have been saved you know what i'm saying and not only just us that's affected but the family members are affected they got to bury multiple people and and mm -hmm. they was killed that's by sad. not a stranger not you know not not nobody trying to rob them or nothing like that like no crime these are people that you should feel protected from in your home every day yeah. so you know i just um i want to let everybody know that domestic violence is a real thing if you need help then seek help i know it's not easy all the time but don't let it come to a place where somebody is threatening to hurt you and to hurt your children and thinking that they won't follow through with that you know that's what's up yeah, yeah. You, you know you can't wear those glasses every day yeah and i just want to i just want to really reiterate the fact that you know in our culture i've been in person counseling and it helped me tremendously you know i went back and had to deal with some of those issues i'm 40 when i was eight and nine years old you know mm -hmm. because you all you do is cover up and cover up and cover up and we self-medicate a lot of times because we don't want nobody to think of us differently but in the long run it'll help you so I'm just saying, seek help and talk to someone before you take your life or think about taking your children's life. So mm -hmm. mental awareness is what I'm bringing to the um, platform today. And I just want everybody to take the time to, if you feel in some type of way you want to self-harm, reach out to someone. You feel like you want to hurt somebody else, talk to somebody. It may be your preacher. It may be the good uncle. It may be somebody in your neighborhood, but talk to somebody, please. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely want to do that. Maybe that's tragic. <laughs> 
Well, give it up for our girl Neek Neek for dropping them gems. Pray Pusher, before we get you in for the word of the day, I want to wish uh, our girl Mimi Ames happy birthday, old lady. She's always been one of our number one supporters with the 18 Wheels podcast to the 18 Wheels store to the Wiley Corporation brand. So we want to give a shout out to our girl Mimi Ames that's in the room. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mimi. Mimi. Turn up, Mimi. Turn up. I think she already is. <laughs> Freight pusher, give us some good juice of the day. The word of the day today is making room. It's not simply about forgetting and moving on. That's never how it works. That's not how grief works. That's not how sadness works. That's not how disappointments work. You've got to make a little home inside of you for those memories and feelings. Whether you want them there or not, those memories are a part of you now. So those happy memories will stay with you, but so will those sad ones. So you have to make room. You have to allow yourself to feel them all deeply and accept that those things are a piece of you you will never be able to force out those intensities those deep things that happen but you will instead be able to be vulnerable with yourself and allow yourself to be free and raw emotionally and entirely feel them and accept them and know that even though they are a part of your yesterday they don't have to define your tomorrow and that's my mm. word of the day that That's deep. what's up. That snap, was deep. Snap, snap. Yeah, give it up for that. She she need to write a poetry book or something. God damn. Yeah, nice. That's what's Him, up. Great pusher. Doing that thing. Let's get into this top top topic. So today's topic of the day is going to be how are y'all feeling about these CDL drivers transporting your children? Mm. Uh, we talked about earlier. I told you guys. So, I think they need how, to put seatbelts on the I bus. <laughs> well, I agree with you. But after looking it up, it looks like they say that they don't put them on the buses because buses are supposed to be safer than passenger vehicles. So they feel like it's not needed. Yeah. Hmm. So the, for the point of impact of a bus being hit by a car is not really going to do too much. But what about a rollover? Buses. Explain that, brother. You you're the you this is your expertise. So explain that. A bus can roll over just like a truck. Yeah, but that's why you hire a person who knows how to Okay, normally when rollovers happen on a bus, it has to do the one thing. That's called speed. Mm-hmm. And if you hire a bus driver, you already know what he's traveling. He got passengers. He ain't doing that much speed. He ain't that stupid. Unless he's coming in and he's just lost his girlfriend or something. Uh, <laughs> well, what about the ones that's on the highway? I mean, I've I seen, you know, coming from after curricular activities, games and stuff like that. They are haul assing on the kids, hanging out the window, joking and laughing and stuff like that. All it takes is one crazy truck driver to cut that bus off. Yeah. And that's a rollover. Yeah, because a bus doesn't have the wiggle room like a truck. They can correct itself. Like we can correct ourselves with the trailer sometimes. Sometimes, if if a if a if a bus is going to roll over, it's going to completely roll over, and it's probably going to roll over multiple. So yeah, I mean, no seatbelts. We don't have them. We don't. That's okay. For instance, 
when you're driving in the city or anywhere else uh, with transit, there's no people. You got people stand up all day, correct? They stand up when they can't get a seat. That's so true. why would they have seatbelts and the people standing up ain't got nothing? So, you know, all they got is that little strap to hold on. But that's what I was saying about capacity, because even when we were younger, we had seatbelts on the bus, but we never used them. And as many kids that was at the bus stop, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a seatbelt for everybody anyway. Yeah, that's true. Do you wear a seatbelt, brother? Oh, you, I got to wear a seatbelt. So you're wearing a seatbelt, but you got a hundred other people that's not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm the captain of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, but think about that. Does that, is that right? You got 100 people on the bus, 50 to 100, 100 people on the bus. The driver's the only one with the seatbelt on. Because he could want to fly through the window. But what about the other windows? Nah. Or the back? If they sitting down, standing up, they can't fly out the windows. Normally, you, everything is to the front. Hmm. That's something we need. We need to, I mean, I I understand what Freight Push is saying like that. I guess you know it is safe because I mean you don't wear seatbelts on trains, but you have to wear a seatbelt on a plane. You have to wear a seatbelt on a car, and you have to wear a seatbelt on a truck. But I just don't understand like why. If we make the kids sit down and put them in seatbelts, wouldn't that be safer for everybody? I mean, it would, saying, but, but it's too much. It's too much leg room. It's too much. Uh, too much. They're not gonna do that. And again, so you, so then we have to spend more money on on feeding exactly. out more buses. So because I'm telling you, it's a capacity thing. So if I can, if I can pile. Six, what you say, 45 people on the one bus instead of me. Now I got to put two buses in operation, yeah. additional. So, you know, you just think about a fleet of buses and what it costs to maintain that. And, and, you know, I guess that's a certain level of risk that you take in driving in public transportation. But that's really anytime you travel. But we can't put a price on safety, though. Well, see, that's, see, that's the thing. When um these buses get in these accidents, the camera... Let's say a, the bus get hit, spile, and the person, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. But the one thing about it, they know on based on impact of the vehicle when it hit, is that person faking in that? So mm -hmm. yeah, you know, they know. That's why but they know if somebody, if, if somebody's on a bus, right, and they and say, for instance, lover boy, so one of the drivers hit a hit a car. Of course, people are gonna say, oh, I'm hurt. They're gonna, that's the first thing they're gonna they're gonna fall. Oh, I'm hurt. I gotta go to the hospital. So, if they would have had seatbelts on, they can't do that. Yeah, but they know about on impact alone. They know, okay, let's say I hit somebody. I barely do. I Okay, when I hit him on impact, there's really no damage to the bus, but it's damage to his car. Mm -hmm. So, it's like they know. They know their impact. They looking at their camera. They looking at seeing who got rocked. Did he, who's faking at the time when the impact happened? So they're going to throw all that out on court. You got to really get hit, really, to get some money these days. Hmm. That's interesting. That's definitely something we can talk about another day. So what about these school, these drivers, these CDL holders that's transporting your children? How do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about the ones that showing up? It was just a video that went where a lady showed up to work drunk. You can smell alcohol, and man, she was ready to go to work. So, ready, go ahead, Frank. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. 
I feel like it's a lot of desperation for employees right now. So correct, settling for what they can get, um, which is causing for the requirements to kind of be not as important as they should. Hey, you're right about that. Same thing in the trucking industry. You see so many accidents out here on the road because they're so wanting to get the freight move, but they're not looking at the quality of drivers out here. And, and that's why oh go ahead i'm sorry no no go ahead Nick. no but that's what i was saying like you know i think it's important i know i know they're doing a background check but a psychological evaluation is needed definitely you know what i'm saying but just because you may not have um a dui on your record or you uh a sex offender or things like that or you know what i'm saying any drug charges or something that's hindering you from getting a job but that don't mean you're not crazy and that don't mean that you that's a good fit for you like they said because they just hiring anybody but i don't mm -hmm. think I, I don't think the psych evaluation and all that driving because you gotta go like this that's my personal business that's something that has nothing to do with my work ability yes that's it my, does I, it doesn't yes, it, does. it does but it, it doesn't does, it's personal. when you're when you're transporting live people let's just say you like i said that person never been in jail that person never touched any children but really that person is mentally unstable but he got bills that he trolls she tried or bills that they gotta pay and they said well let me go get this bus driving job because i heard they hiring over there Correct. you know what i'm saying that don't mean that that they that they taking the safety protocol um you know to the highest extent that don't mean that they care about their life or them children's lives mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i'm not saying a psychological event of a uh, thing to make it public but they should use that as a sort of determination when you're dealing with these people. Even Giant got an assessment. You got jobs that have assessments. That's why they do assessments so they can they yeah. screen out the way you think. Yeah, well, those assessments. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they right. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying they right, but it has to be some level of of checks and balances here because I'm just not. I, listen, I stopped riding Uber. I'd have been in several Ubers where I almost lost my life. Mm. And, or lifts or what may have you. And I'm like, how did how did they get the job? Like, I don't know how you got a driver's yeah. license. That but is another one. But now yeah. you transported me around and I've been, I almost been in five like death-defying accidents. I feel safer mm -hmm. in a bus than an Uber, I tell you that. I'd have been in some Ubers where I was like, what the hell? Hell yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask him, had he been drinking? I get off the bus and then they transport me into an Uber to base. I'm like, ho oh, oh. And this guy, he's speeding, all kinds of shit. I'm like, ho oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Somebody gonna get sued after this. You know. I mean, where they do psycho evaluations for airplane pilots and they carrying souls, which is what they call us. So why shouldn't they do one for the drivers, the bus drivers? They carrying souls too. That's I mean, the most valuable okay, cargo okay, okay. is human beings. Okay, well check this. You gotta look at it like this. And this, this, if they start doing that, they're gonna do it. They they, they will have to do that for every industry, trucking anything because you could say okay i don't know if this guy who has this uh this um flammable stuff on his truck that he won't use this as a bomb because it's mind frame you know what i'm saying so that's when everything gets a little sketchy and shaky where you don't you you don't want to cross that line but it's true it is <laughs> people do you do crazy stuff i think that a lot of jobs should be a little more strenuous with their training their evaluations of who they hire. Correct. Because listen, listen, I was working with the girl, she was smoking the weed pen at her job. And like it just, the, but the quality of candidates 
that they were bringing in. I was like, oh, will y'all get these people from the bus terminal? Like, I don't understand your screening process. That's you know another thing. People like, can get high while they driving because it's, you know, you can smoke the weed pens and don't even smell like, what the what is the cannabis oil? Well, you can't do stuff. it on the bus. Now, the only way you can do it on the bus, because I know, I, I will say, I know operators who do smoke. Mm-hmm. And, and they keep the pee on them at all times. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they never know when pee men coming for them. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about it is, do you want that transporting your children? How how can they do a better job of screening bus drivers during this school time? Because it's already a lot of accidents already. Then you... And it's not only the school buses, though. It's these school vans that's poor, like... That too. My baby was that's another the, one. the school bus, but she was on the school van. And like I said, she was in two accidents at one daycare and she was in, a, in another accident. So after that third accident, that was enough for me. Yeah. Mm. And those vans, those are not even CDL holders. And those, those are not big. They don't have seatbelts on and those yeah. are 15 passenger vans, but they still dangerous. Somebody else is still driving your child. Now, if you, you know, you, and that's what I'm saying, you got to take a, a, a level of risk by putting your child and somebody, somebody else's, else's hands. hands yeah and, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, 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 and like you said a level of risk i think one if, i think if, if you have to start worrying about your child driving the bus and you don't feel comfortable that's when you guys tell yourself maybe i should take my kid to school oh yeah mm-hmm. so that's what i do so i made i made i, made, I definitely made preparations and a sacrifice i took a later lunch so when she got out of school i picked her up and then took her to the daycare and i picked her up after school so we don't do the bus anymore now she walks to school but because i had that concern that's what i had to do as a mother you know what i'm saying to, to ensure my child's safety hmm. you know what i'm saying so but some people don't have that liberty you know what i mean she they might but she, luckily you know, she was she she went to school right by my job. You know what I'm saying? So, and the daycare was right by my job. So I set it up like that. But sometimes, you know, you don't have that you don't have that capabilities to move like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I would want to at least ensure that my child is safe and not having to worry like, dang, did, did she make yeah. it home safe today or did he make it home safe today? You know, we already worried about enough stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like the okay for instance right you said the lady showed up to the uh job drunk what happened if she got the kids picked them up and then they didn't got a horrific accident correct yeah but it's also not about the 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 cdl holder too some of these kids are terrible on these buses (laughs) you know terrible from start to finish fuck you bus right i mean these kids these days are so disrespectful i don't know if it's the climate the age or what they just Disrespectful. The COVID, the monkey pots is something. But, but, but it's kind of starting with the parents. For the parents. Yeah, the parents. Kids the, having kids. And they yep. Generations. Go. Generation next. But we're in the last days. And so when you talk about that situation, it's the music that they listen to. It's all of that stuff. And it gets into your spirit. It gets into your mind. Listen, if I ride around all day, and, I, and all I'm listening to is shooting them up and somebody looking for me and the ops is around the corner and they looking for me. Like, you putting it, you putting that, you downloading that stuff into your Yeah, face. they still sponges. So, they so, still so, sponges. So when somebody <laughs> say something to you, it, it's a slight confrontation. you like, oh, you you my op? What type of op are you? What do you mean? You know, mm. and so... I heard of OPP, but oh, okay, OPP, <laughs> but not, not like you talk about. I was like, you in a trained yeah, um, military yeah, yeah. operation, man. Mm-mm. And the so, opposition. listen, 
Listen, my my stepfather used to drive a 25 um, passenger van. And so we picked up some college kids from the University of Maryland. I'm thinking, you know, these kids are, you know, should be sophisticated. We go. I'm just following behind them. They are Uh smoking and they are throwing big hands out of the bus window. Mm. I called. And my thing is, listen, he's so focused on driving and it's a degree of separation. I don't know how he ain't smell the smoke. But he doesn't know that they drinking and stuff because he's trying to focus on the road. I had to call and say, hey, you got to pull a bus over and get this alcohol and stuff off the bus. You know That's what crazy. I'm saying? And so, and it ain't like they they were black underprivileged kids. They was white college kids ready to turn up and have a party. Yeah, they like so the you, you, But you got to check them too. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's not safe for nobody. You so, know? I, I so seen something the, today. And sometimes... Kids are creatures of habit. I mean, <laughs> lover boy and Frey, y- y'all y'all drove the buses. So, what what do you do if that happens? If kids on a or people on the bus smoking and drinking, what is, okay. what is the protocol for that? The protocol you're supposed to stop the bus and you know call it in, and maybe somebody your supervisor coming in. They say open all the doors for the person for the passengers to get out, but. What I found out is sometimes that can be more confrontational than help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because you now you stopping, you got passions. Hey man, what's going on? I'm trying to get to where I'm going. I gotta be to work. And you're like, with well, a guy in the back, he's smoking, so I pulled over. Now they might start something with him, or everybody might turn on you. Man, fuck that man. He, man, he just going down the street, man. I'm trying to get to where I'm going. So all that stuff is causing is is confrontation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes what I found out is, hey. See no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> Turn a blind mm-hmm. eye. Yeah, that is something that I just never understood of just how y'all in this bus system, how does that work? You know, with the passengers and you're dealing with the irate kids and all that stuff like that. And then if you if you just having a bad day, everybody has a bad day. Yeah. And if you just snap, are you gonna lose your job? Yes, you are. So you you already know. The moment so you that, make just like decision. just like she says, psyche, a psychiatric evaluation. But that don't have nothing to do with business. That don't have nothing to do with your psyche. That's just having a bad day. Hmm. See, you could be, so you, you have you have a bad you, day you, and somebody spit on you. But you but you but you can have a bad day. Psych as well because you got to think about it. One of the things that you want to know in the psych evaluation is how do you handle stress? How do you that's what I'm talking about, Nate. How do you handle conflict? That, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, now let, let, let's be honest. If you, have a, if, you, if you had a psycho a psychiatric evaluation, they ask you questions. Uh, if somebody does, uh, let's say, let's say when you outside, do you like to wear your glasses at night? And then you put. Yeah, I like to wear my glasses at night. Then they come back, back to the same question, but they ask you about it in the daytime. Do you like to wear your glasses in the day when it's sunny or it's raining in the day? And you say, uh, no, it's like the answer. If you think you're I'm trying to get into this program, I'm going to say the right thing. So I'm going to lie on my psychiatry. It's just the valuation. It's a lie. You can say what you want to say. I mean, people can. They always lie to me fake it to make it you know what exactly. i mean 
but well, it's but, it's certain questions that they ask trigger points to listen see where let, you go with you got to put them in a live environment just like they do in the military put yeah them on the bus with a whole bunch of kids screaming let somebody spit on them then we gonna see what you're gonna do because like oh, you that said, oh that is a good them. idea that is a good idea. You gotta have, you got, right now, for real, for real, like you said, so many people lying and put on a facade and, and social media and what you, what I, would you gonna tell me what I wanna hear? But if, if that is the case and, I, and I'm putting something, I gotta see you in a live environment. I got yeah. you. You see I what mean, I'm saying? My first, my first episode when I first started driving the bus, I was going up Good Hope Road and this guy, he wanted to get off of 16th Street. We don't have a bus stop on 16th. Our bus stop is on the 18th. So he says, Hey, bus driver, let me out the next stop. So I said, all right. So once I go past 16th Street, hey, I said, let me off. Bitch, motherfucker. Bitch, <laughs> nigga. He calling me all the names except the child of God. You know, just, just, and then I'm looking at this guy like, this is the ignorance that you got to deal with. But I'm prepared. Once I put the, once I put that uniform on, I'm prepared to whatever comes. And I also got to know, to eat that humble pie, to keep mm. that job. Mm. So anytime you see an altercation with a bus driver, it's because the bus driver didn't know how to eat the humble pie. He says something told him, look, I'm going to defend myself. I'm tired of being called a sucker. I'm tired of being a punk. And his wife might have punked him. A dude could have punked him the day before. And it got to the point where he let his personal life come to his work life, and then it's all over now. Not only is he outside, but he's catching that same bus. <laughs> That's interesting. Hey, I give much shout out to anybody who can deal with the, what, what do we call it? Confrontational cargo, kids, oh, yeah. people, all that. You don't, you just have a, have a level of patience. And I think they need courtesy officers on the bus or whatever you want to call it. Safety officers, whatever. You what you it. say, Nay? You sound a little low, Nay. What you say? So I said they need safety officers or courtesy officers, whatever you want to call on the bus. Like, yeah. like bus marshals, like how they had on the airplanes. Yeah, you, 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 I, I agree with that wholeheartedly because uh, it, 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 can, it can get tense on the bus. And it can they, get tense real fast. <laughs> they, they cut the hmm. like, Sometimes when I'm driving my bus, I feel my name is Chance with a friendly ghost because they walk right past me like they don't even see me. But did y'all see um, Red Devil said the bus driver has to set the rules on that bus. She said, I had a fight on my on my bus today. So, so what happened, Red Devil? Tell us what happened. In, in small words, what happened with the fight? How was it defused? Did the boy was it involved with the bus driver? Was it the kids? Yeah, what happened? On top of the training, they need I mean on top of the evaluation, they need some training on how to de-escalate situations. Right. Mm. Okay, the main thing is when you driving the bus. If somebody's doing something, it's a confrontation. It has nothing to do with you because you don't know what. They could be arguing to get into it. Now, you see it going on. Your main job really is to get point A to point B until it gets to the point where it starts affecting the driver. Or when the passenger comes to you and say, hey, bus driver, this guy back there, he's doing something. Then you have to do something. You, you don't just say, hold on. Are you arguing with this lady? You don't do that. It has to get to the point where that person has to say, hey, uh, bus driver, this guy back here, he's bothering me. Can you do something? 
that's when he says okay but but innovator but check it but that's just how um the lady the, the man wind up shooting six people right here on the bus in broward because they were arguing so i'm pretty sure that she heard that shit get to a level of like he sound like he probably about to smack one of them so instead of smacking one of them he got out and started shooting now she had to cross the median and crash into the police station so luckily she did um save some passengers on the bus but four of those people died and it came from a confrontation so um they were in the, in, the, in, the, in the article they were already arguing they were already in the situation so definitely you should have pulled the bus over and called the police whether somebody came to you or not yeah because and you can hear people's voice when the shit about to pop off about like, okay. to pop off yeah but some but sometimes it things happen so fast on that bus i done been driving the bus so next thing i know the fight break out and you 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 looking at that rearview mirror, but you also you trying to make sure you don't hit anything. There's right, a lot right. of things that go on. You gotta be right, focused right. on your that focus, road. Your focus, your focus. Yeah. Cause it's like you driving and you hear some stuff on the background. You peep up, you look in the rear view. Oh, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Then you might hear somebody back there, he start getting loud, crazy, make make it a scene like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. But whole time. He just wild, crazy talking to herself. But see, that's why I was telling the professor, like, I commend y'all because all of that going on in the background. Listen, I turn the radio down when I'm lost because I'm trying to hear my own thoughts. <laughs> so, for some people to be screaming in the background and all that, I can't, I know that's what I'm saying. That job isn't for me because I can't drive like that. Yeah. I can't. Too much, too much distraction. Yeah, my kids oh, can't scream in the car. It definitely is. No, it no, definitely no, no. is. So imagine when school starts in the morning, you got them loud kids on the bus. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. It's not the boys. Or it's always a, the, the younger females, they are the loud ones. They want to be seen. I'll be like, what the hell is going on? I mean, they loud. They showing off for the guys, or they showing off for the other females, but it's always the young females. I don't know what it is. Wow. So did y'all see Red Devil? She said, "I have a security guard on the bus. It was two students fighting, fighting the school. One student has to have his own security guard with him on the bus, but I will Damn. keep both kids off the bus for at least a week." Damn. Sorry, I'm driving. Who is that? Damn. One of the kids? How he get his own security? <laughs> he he must be. Work. He must be bad as hey. hell. He shouldn't have, bu- <laughs> he shouldn't have bus services. No, yeah, exactly. He, he need a Uber. He need a Uber. He got his own security guard. Hmm. It's alternative a, uh, school. school. That's a yeah. yeah. So that's oh, why. Oh yeah, you dealing with some alternative kids? That was going and, on. Yeah, it's not. Dealing with that, that's a lot too. You're dealing with special need kids and stuff and they go off and behavior problems and stuff like that. And you as the bus driver, you sitting there driving, next thing you know, you get hit in the head with a hot dog. What, what you gonna do? <laughs> Lamar gonna turn around like, and catch it with his mouth. He gonna catch it with his mouth and he gonna say, that's a, that's a 10-yard touchdown. Command us. <laughs> We just scored a touchdown. We'll be back next week. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Somebody will get hurt, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. I, and I'm sure that's probably happened. I'm sure the kids that get messed, you know, I've seen it back in the day when we used to catch the bus. They'll throw something at the bus driver, but they'll run off the bus. You know, mm-hmm. run, throw something at the bus, and then run off. You know, but these kids today, they not running off. 
You know, they ready to go. They ready to stab. They ready to shoot. They like they they ready to go on you. They try to hit you with snowballs. I'm I pull up on pull up on Stan Road. I pull up. The guy, the guy, I see what he about to do. I see he got snowballs. So how so how I play it is, you know, I, I wait for a while, then he try to throw them on in. I said, look at this. Next time they be throwing rocks. They be, they, that's another. They break your window with rocks. I mean, when you're going to damage the only uh, goddamn piece of transportation you had to come to your neighborhood. It makes no sense. <laughs> Somebody said, Sheree Simmons said the kids call you Miss Red Devil. Damn. <laughs> yeah. She said the kids are afraid of her. They don't try her. I said, I think she put one of them kids in a headlock. <laughs> hey, that, that, hey, that's probably what some of these bus people need to do right. i i couldn't imagine being on a bus with kids acting up like that fighting and, and i'm driving and i'm trying to concentrate i'm trying to get them somewhere safe and next thing you know i get hit in the head with a can hey hey listen the last time i was in dc because i left in 2015 i was on a train it had to be like 15 kids they was having a wwe versus wwf brawl they oh, was wow. fighting all over top of the old lady. The old lady was just looking at me in horror. And I was like, y'all gotta get, wait a second. And I was like, let me get her off the train. And so when, when I said that, they looked, because it's a, it's, a, it's a level of respect that you have for yourself and for them. And when they seen that old lady and I said that, see, I didn't get to cussing them out and all that because now they, they would have probably attacked me. Yeah. But I just was like, hey, y'all, let me get the lady off the train. Then y'all can go back to commence the whooping ass if that's what you choose to. But let me get her off the train because I'm getting off. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was dangerous, too, because sometimes... It was we, dangerous. We, we, but your ass, too. Hey, that's, but that's what I said. But I'm saying, but like Miss Red Devil, when you don't play with them... See, I'm not engaging the parents. I would have said, oh, no, what the fuck is y'all doing? And all this, they would have been... They would have got on my ass. But yeah. I, I, I'm somebody's mother, and I'm trying to help this lady because that's one of y'all grandmothers. I just say, excuse me, y'all. Let's let. Can I just let the lady off the train? They look. They let me up because once you start engaging with them on their level, that's why Miss Red and Devil they take got their respect. Right, yeah, right. she like, I, like I'll joke with y'all, but I'm not gonna play with y'all. No, right. Curse on my bus. I threatened them. <laughs> yeah. I told you. But that's how it need to be. It needs to be some type of they control on these buses. Exactly. Structure. Exactly. On these buses. Exactly. Because what's going to happen is it's going to be a terrible accident. And they're going the first thing they're going to do is they're going to blame it on the driver. Always. We always get blamed. They're going to blame it on the always driver. Well, you should have had control of your butt. Or you should have told them mm -hmm. to sit down. Or you should have did that. Everything is always on the driver. That's why I say, like, you drive a bus and the camera is focused on you. I'm like, so the whole time I'm driving, I'm being watched. But not the passengers. Well, they, they got on the passenger, but it's mainly focused on you. Because they, they want to be able to tell the story from the driver's point of view of when he got fired. Mm. <laughs> it's how, how he got fired right here, look. Hey, look, my, yeah, that'd be my last day. I just pull the bus over and call them and like, y'all need to come get this bus and these kids because that's it. Now, now I'll tell you one thing. One, now, here's what you got to always tell yourself. I tell them, once you get out that seat, you already know you ain't got that job no more. So don't get put on World Star from getting out that seat. <laughs> you get your ass beat. Do y'all have like a door y'all can secure yourselves in? Like no, yeah, no. yeah we, we got the shield now. But the thing is, that shield. If let's 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 be real. 
if I got if I got a gun, I can still reach around your shield. If I got me a knife, I can still stab you in the leg. So the shield is only gonna help us so much. But oh. don't don't Metro got a, a like a like have the driver like in a cage now? Yeah, no, it's a shield. It's a glass. So you you get in your seat, close the little thing, and then you slide the glass, the plexiglass, whatever it is. You slide okay. that all the way. But it's like I said, it's a gap. It's enough for me to reach my arm around and get a little slice on you. They can poke you a couple times. Pop, pop. And, and if I still can get <laughs> mad and kick the shit out the glass, like, pow, kick that shit in, I can get mad. By the time uh, supervisor come or the police come, you injured or you done came out your seat. Because they want you to stay, want you to stand. They want you to be in there, get called all kinds of bitch ass niggas. Yeah, bring your bitch ass. I, I crush you, dude. And then you say, you might get tired of it. Come on out there. Next thing you know, it's like she says, WWE. You done lost your job and then you're unemployment line. Damn, that's they, crazy. They say don't let them trick you out your spot. Don't you become a passenger. That's the motto. <laughs> yep. Well, we got to definitely make sure we're teaching our kids etiquette on these buses. Because I remember back in the day, you ain't mess with the bus driver. You ain't mess with the bus driver or you ain't play with the teacher. You might got smart with the teacher, but those teachers... They they was they used to pop our hands back in the day. Oh so, yeah, no, oh, yeah. Rules. Right now, I know. Them kids, them kids will jump you right they now. They used man. to make you us know. write you paragraphs. You yeah, yeah, you, you know they're like, fighting. They gonna they gonna be outside in the parking lot with guns shooting at your car. Yeah. So nah. so we we gotta teach our kids better too, you know, because you gotta think about the person that's driving that that bus. They have feelings too, and they mm. go through everything. They go through life situation they're human but professor listen right let's 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 keep it real like nobody acts the way that they do well i ain't gonna say nobody but the majority of kids don't act the way they do in public when they with their parents you know what i'm saying even 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 they're trying to be cool you know you sit down when they get on that bus and i remember how they could be them when we get off the bus, our parents then we get off like we've been at the Catholic school all day. Hey, we mom. Been yeah. shoes and all that stuff when we were younger. And I just know our generation getting worse, but it's it's just like it's just a stressful job because yeah, these kids is bad with their parents. You talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And that's what I'm saying now. I said, well, shit, they they probably bad with them. I don't go for that, but you know what I'm talking about, like. Uh, but I'm pretty sure, like, when, when they come back and tell me, I have to evaluate. I just can't believe, oh, she would never do that or he would never do that because you outside of my watch. Correct. So I know you probably cutting up. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I think they should get suspended from the bus. If they don't know how to act, then the driver yeah, has yeah. the right to put them off the bus and yeah. then they can't ride. And then they got to walk to school. Their parents got to drop them off at school. Then mm-hmm. I think things would change. I think my they son, should start suspending kids off the bus. The bus was for fighting. And mm-hmm. I was giving him the money to catch the bus. He didn't want, so he was walking probably to 45 minutes to school. Because I'm going to come outside of my way because I made provisions for you to ride the bus. And That's what they, if, if you don't sit down and you get written up, you, you two days off the bus. That's what yeah, they need to yeah. start enforcing. That's, That's the best got, thing to do. That's but, you got good parents. These kids will skip school, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they be hard you down walk. at the mall. mall right, they and... walk, all right, walk somewhere else. Walk to their friend house. <laughs> like, you know, you're, you know, your child didn't show up for school for a whole seven days. <laughs> it starts with the upbringing, though. It starts with the upbringing. These parents, I watch them every morning. They get on the bus with their kid. I say, good morning. They walk right past me. The parent walk right past me. See, that's the first mistake right there. The parent should tell her kid, hey, someone spoke to you. Say good morning. But they mm-hmm. don't do that. And then they don't pay either. So they're teaching their kid, hey, when you get older, <laughs> you don't got to pay either. Mom, 
mom, it surprised me this morning. The girl walked past and her mom said, hold on, come back. We got to pay. But mm-hmm. everybody else, everybody else, they don't pay. And then now you got the people who want to pay. They won't pay because they seen five people get on the bus before them. Yeah. And they got their card in their hand. And next thing you know, they cuffed their card and walked right past me. I can see the card in your hand. I'm like, you know what? That's disrespectful as shit. <laughs> That's what they do. I swear. But like yeah. Mother Boy said, it starts at home because you can put as many provisions as you want up. But if it don't, if you don't correct these kids at home, if they go right. home, there's no consequences to the actions. Right. Then it's gonna come right back. They're gonna be yep. off the bus for seven days. They're gonna come right back on the bus, start some more bullshit on yep. the bus, mm-hmm. and you gotta make them uncomfortable. I'm not about to reward you and make you comfortable for a mishap and you was rude to that lady. Yeah, you're not I'ma gonna be you, catching Ubers to school. You go apologize, <laughs> and I'm gonna make you walk because it got to be boundary set, and that's the thing that Miss um, Red Devil was saying. She set a boundary so the kids know not to play with her. But mm-hmm. when you don't say, when you don't say clear boundaries for kids and you blur the lines, you go that that shades of gray don't work with children. That's mm-hmm. one thing I learned. You got to say clear, concise lines and be consistent, even if they give you a little cutback. Stay, remain consistent, and set the stand on your boundaries, and they'll back down or they gonna get their ass off and walk. That's Only true. time that a parent get mad at their kids about school, what they did in school, is when they come home and they suspended and they can't get the nooners no more. That's mm-hmm. when they beat the kid ass. You gonna fuck up my twelve o'clock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember the ass what was I they, used to get. They, they, <laughs> hey, these parents, some of them ain't got no jobs. They call Leroy over at twelve o'clock. Leroy trying to get it done by three, and then mm-hmm. the kids come home. If that kid gets suspended, oh, he fuck Leroy, move up. Yeah. Well, people, y'all got to be mindful about what your kids and these CDL holders are what they doing. So I want to thank everybody for coming out to this podcast. Yes. You, you can listen to her. I wanna, we want to wish Mimi Ames happy birthday. And we want to give birthday. give happy our birthday, girl, Mimi. our girl, Nick Neek, congratulations on getting your first Podcast get hosting job. Your first, your first <laughs> of many. Your first of many. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. You'll yeah. be hosting her first little pop up shop down in Davie, Florida. Y'all come check me out. It's endless mimosos. Mimosas. Mimosas. And she said, Tori, make it down there by six. Three hot dogs. <laughs> Endless mimosas. I'm in, I'm on that, brother. So love a boy gonna have yeah. a glizzy stand, y'all. There you go. Mimosas and glizzy. Passing out the glizzies. Come get just some. tell them you want the VIP hot dog. Um, hot dog. Red, Red Devil Red, says Red. send the address. Send the address. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming to this podcast and make sure you check out that 18 Wheels store at www.18wheelstore.com. We also got that. 18 wheel spring water that keeps your product keeps you refresh up to two hours and it's a reusable can and a lot of places you can't get reusable cans so check out that 18 wheel store and soon you'll be able to purchase it on amazon.com we're getting all that together so soon people who live far away and want to try this product they can go on amazon and get it delivered directly to to your house you know so i want to thank Everybody, once again, all our favorite listeners that come in, Red Devil, Sheree Simmons. We got some new people up in there. I don't know. I see a Lady T. That's something different. We just want to thank y'all. Lady ain't new. That ain't new? Who's that? <laughs> I don't know, but I know I've seen her before. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, welcome, Lady T, to the 18 Wheels Podcast. And check us out next week. And then next week, we're going to do something called 
Accident City. So look out to, for all the social media posts about Accident City and you'll know what we talk about when we say Accident City. You must be talking about Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> it's like everywhere. Every, <laughs> everywhere is Accident City. That's where it's going to be at? Oh, that's yep. on Griffin. Okay. Yep. Griffin we're going to have to make that happen. Y'all you know? can check out the flyer. It's on. It's posted on my Instagram page. But if y'all need any more information, you can just um, leave a message on my Instagram page and the flyer is there. There you all go. Right, we'll right. be there for support. Thank you very much. And we will see you guys all next Monday. All right. Yeah, bye. Bye.